0: And I'm a self discovery coach and yoga instructor, serving people through my business, Alive to Enjoy. And this is Heart Snuggles, a holistic wellness podcast where I invite guests to drop into their heart space through authentic conversations and compassionate intentions, all in mini cuddly episodes. This is for anyone that has female reproductive organs. Your period symptoms are not normal. Let me make that motherfucking loud and clear. You don't need to settle for cramps and mood swings every month. You don't need to accept breakouts, low energy, breast tenderness, heavy periods, bloating, or any symptom as an unavoidable part of your cycle. You don't need to settle for anything less than perfect hormonal health. These monthly symptoms are your body's way of communicating an underlying hormone imbalance that needs to be addressed. At my Moonbox, natural, uncomplicated, and effective products created by qualified practitioners are made for you made to balance your hormones improve your periods and have you feeling your best all month long they've done the work for you created the products your hormones need and compiled all the essential cycle knowledge into their ebooks and courses that so that you're provided with everything you should have been taught since the very beginning go ahead and grab yourself a moon box use the code heart snuggles for 10 percent off and feel empowered about your period baby
1: welcome to heart snuggles today thank you special guest and I'd love for you to introduce yourself.
2: Hello my name is Delaney Swift otherwise known as Happy Scampers. <laughs> um, I, I I live in Florida. I recently moved here. My work is focused on inner child and anything dance related. Um, I have a dance class that um, just brings you back to your true authentic self and Um, yeah that's a little bit about me amazing
1: thank you and how did you I guess let's start off what does inner child mean to you
2: I think what inner child means to me is just kind of like your truest most authentic self and I think that like my whole mission behind happy stampers is really just embracing your your true self and accepting others for themselves as well because The whole reason why I even started Happy Scampers was because I just felt like I was surrounding myself with people who didn't truly accept me, would make fun of me for little things that like I truly loved. And so I felt like I couldn't be my full self around them. And if they're calling themselves, you know, friends or family members, then they should be accepting me. Right. So I wanted to create a space for, you know, men and women to come and feel fully accepted and be able to like be their full selves. So I think that the inner child is really just coming back to all the things that we love and not feeling ashamed for that and being able to like live that fully.
1: I love it. And yes, yeah, so I wish everyone could just be their authentic selves. It's so, yeah, it makes me so sad how like how much shame we put in the world and how much we don't let people be their unique self. It's like, we want to fit in these molds, but that makes sense, so.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think that, like I was telling you earlier, I always, when I was growing up, thought that like everyone, you just had to play sports, right? Like you just, that was what you did. Like if you weren't this like strong girl who was playing sports or if you weren't like a volleyball player or, you know, if you didn't have that niche when you were growing up, then I just, you know, I thought that I was like lost essentially. Like, I just felt like I was that, the outlaw or the, you know, the weirdo that liked theater and couldn't stick with a sport. And every time I tried a sport, I was terrible at it. It got hit in the head by a softball. Um, I was like, I hate this. And, you know, anytime that I tried to fit into a mold, it just didn't work. But, you know, I really ingrained that in my, in, partially in my own brain but I think that the world tries to world tries to mold you a little bit too and then like as you grow up you think that you need to fit in and that's just not true I think that like when we are being ourselves and being like our quirky weird selves is like when we're actually attracting better people you know like I like people who are a little quirky and weird
1: yeah and it gives permission for other people to access that parts those parts of themselves because we all have those unique parts of ourselves and when you see someone doing that like softens you you're like okay like I'm not alone
2: exactly exactly I know and you'd be surprised I think by how much people are relatable for weird things. Like I love Mr. Bean. Do you know who Mr. Bean is? Yeah. I'm obsessed with him. Like my dad grew up in Ireland, lived in England for the majority of his life. And so my dad's best friend would always come over from England and bring Mr. Bean DVDs of like the actual show. And I was like, Oh, that's my quirk. Like I like Mr. Bean, like no one else likes Mr. Bean, I swear. And then like I got this print for my quote unquote office area of a Mr. Bean like abstract print. And then I just like, you know what? I'm just gonna like watch some old like clips of him. And then I'm like watching all these interviews and I'm like, oh my God, he's a lot bigger of a sensation than I thought, you know? Like people actually can relate to you for like the little weird things that you do. It's not, I mean, that goes for anything, not just Mr. Bean, but you know what I mean? Like you are so much more relatable for being you.
1: Totally. Yeah. And I found that in my life too. And, and just like the more vulnerable I am, the more, um, I realize how similar so many of my friends and I are like on new layers because yeah, we yeah. a lot of us can relate on to those awkward things. Cause the, the mold is just like, it's not true to most of who we are. So.
2: Exactly. I know. And I feel like, I don't know if you've ever had this experience too, but sometimes when I'm like talking to my girlfriends or talking to anyone really and I'm like you know what I'm not going to say that because that's going to put me in a vulnerable position or it's not going to be relatable or you know people are going to think less of me like that's when I feel icky and then when I actually open up and am vulnerable or say something that you know puts me out there that's when I feel like a better connection and I just feel better. I don't know, but I, I was definitely doing that for a long time. Like just trying to say whatever other people wanted me to say almost, or what I thought people would want me to say. So,
1: yeah, I agree. And, um, and even if there's a disagreement, like if you and your friend don't like the same thing, like that's okay. And like holding space for both of us to like different things, I think is so beautiful. And it still deepens a connection. Cause like you understand each other better and, um, it's, it's always good to like, know to know more about one another and to be able to be different and I remember reading some like relationship book one time and it was saying like that's actually what makes relationships interesting is like not being exactly the same person yeah but a little bit of differences so you can learn from each other and
2: yeah yeah totally I think I've yeah I love that because I've always like learned something from any relationship I mean I think that's that's life you know like I any you know, boyfriend I've dated or friendship I've had, like, I've adopted, you know, something from them. If it's like, okay, I definitely don't like that about you. And I'm not going to add that to my life or, oh, you really like this, you know, album. Like I'm, I love that too. Or, you know, you have this perspective on the world. I don't agree, or I really do agree. And I I think I am going to help let that help me and like influence me more, you know, but and, yeah, I don't know. I just like, I, I don't think that you can ever, and this is something I'm learning way more now than like before. And probably only, like in the last month or six, or six months or a year is that like, you cannot please everyone. And you don't need to have people in your life that like, if you, if you, you, you know, if you set up boundaries and the people don't respect that you do not need to have them in your life at all. Mm-hmm. but that's a whole nother story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just on that. Cause yeah, that's, it's so uncomfortable when people don't respect your boundaries and especially family, like a lot of family members don't respect boundaries because they don't even understand what boundaries are. And mm-hmm. they think they have some sort of right because they're your family, but it's like, no, yes. never, no, never.
2: <laughs> yes. It's such a like thin line to walk. Like boundaries with family is so uncomfortable, especially because sometimes you may not even have like a quote unquote like bad relationship with someone and you still have to put up a boundary for a certain aspect of your relationship. Like, I'm very, very close with my mom, but there are ways that I have to put up like energetic boundaries with her and she may not know about them, but if she crosses them, like she might. But it's just such a weird. A weird thing because I would never want her to feel like she's not welcome in any like part of my life but it's sometimes something you have to do I don't know have you experienced that kind of uncomfortable yeah situation?
1: And I think it's important to remember that boundaries don't mean that there's something wrong with the other person it's just what you need and just because like you need some space from someone or some privacy in some area that doesn't make them wrong it's just like this is what I need and that's okay to have those needs and And to remove all these things, like even endings or like endings of anything, it's like we usually make endings such a bad thing, but endings don't have to be this bad thing. Then it doesn't mean that the other person, if someone's involved, is there's something wrong with them. It's just like, this is just what I need right now. And this is what's best for me. And so Mm -hmm. reframing that for sure.
2: Definitely. I feel like it's weird too, like as we grow up, we look at, you know, friendships ending or... Even like relationships with family members, just not ending, but simmering out and not having this pressure of like having to stay in contact with a cousin or an aunt or uncle, you know, just giving examples here. But, you know, before I would have looked at that as such an odd thing. And now I'm like, no, this is what I need to do to feel safe or to protect my energy because I swear like over the past six months i have been like taking this huge detox from just being a people pleaser and like trying to please everyone and bend over backwards for people and like move my schedule around so that other people were happy and just i don't know and adding people into my schedule when it was like so draining to me and that was just a thing that i never realized i could do. i thought it was just like you have to like be there for everyone at all the time otherwise you're a terrible person. and that's just it's crazy that it took me 25 and a half years to learn that. yeah.
1: yeah, i'm i was the same too. people pleasing is so challenging and so normalized especially for women. it's almost like praise to be yeah. that and like oh that's that's the kind of girl that everyone loves is the one that like go bends over backwards for everyone in her life and it's like
2: no we just yes. stop phrasing that that's not okay <laughs> yes that that's actually something that I think that's so interesting that you said said that because I have this underlying thing like this thought that I have to be the one who like cooks cleans works hard as can I swear the one that works hard as fuck, Um, like, the one that takes out the dog, feeds the dog, the one that um, has her, like, mental shit together, the one that, like, always has, like, her skin glowing, just have it all together in my relationship, and I know that, like, my boyfriend doesn't really think that of me, but for some reason, I think that I need to be that, and while I don't, like, put on makeup every day and, like, try to look good, I just in the back of my head i'm like oh i should be like doing this better i should be doing that better because that's just like what women are supposed to do and i see like sometimes i'll see guys praising their girlfriends you know on instagram or just in person or whatever saying like this you know badass like work hard like workaholic you know thank you for always cleaning up after me whatever and i'm like what the f like are these girls actually doing this because i'm in a bun 24/7 and i like I have breakdowns like this is not realistic you know yeah yeah I
1: agree with that so much I'm proud of you for taking those tests because it's like it's not the norm now it's like the norm to just do those things and live this way and it's like when you break that you you realize like oh shit that is not healthy and like I don't have to live like that anymore and it's it feels so good to realize like that's we don't have to live by those rules
2: yeah exactly and the
1: pressure we put on ourselves which is like so hard because then we internalize it but really it's not us it's like beliefs that were put on us and like that we were shown and um taught but it's like that doesn't yeah we need to remove all of those so that we can come back yes to and play yeah. more so let's talk about how to like heal the inner child
2: yes so well I'll just kind of tell you a little bit about how my course is structured because that's how I have found the healing the most from you know coming back to my inner child so, there's four steps or four weeks, but the first step is kind of uncovering your conditioning. So like unlearning all of the the things that we were taught as we were growing up. Um so the way I always like describe it is as if you were like in a strainer, <laughs> like in a spaghetti strainer., um, and the core being of you was put in there first, right? So like, probably I would say like the first seven years of your life when like the world hasn't like quite tainted you yet and you're still very like in your imagination and all that good stuff so like the core version of yourself is in that strainer and then the you know the beliefs of your parents how you were raised um, you know religion things that your friends said things your peers said um, things your teachers said how you were you know, how your schooling was, social media, uh, anything that you learned, whether it was, you know, actual, you know, this is, this is how this is done, or if it was just something that you absorbed from others, all that's put in the strainer. Right. And then the way I see it, like coming back to your inner child is sifting all the all of that out and just coming back to just what was at the core before, you know, before all of that stuff gunked up the strainer. Um, so for me, uncovering conditioning has been a lot of like meditating on it, journaling about it. Um, I did a hypnosis, um, and these random memories about my childhood came up and just kind of sitting with those feelings. And honestly, a lot of memories keep coming up after I've done that hypnosis. And I'm like, whoa, like I didn't realize that affected me as much as it did. And I didn't realize I had that belief. Um, and then, you know, the second level or the second step that I've, I've I don't know, I don't want to say invented, but the, the next step that I find is helpful is um, owning your desires. So any desire that you, that you had as a child, Like for me, that is musicals, (laughs) like theater. So instead of being bashful about that, like really being like, no, I like this. Like, I don't give a fuck. That's fine. Like, this is who I am. And really like understanding what those desires are. So if a desire comes up, acting on that or just owning it and not caring. And the third step is putting your passion into practice. So for me, that's been like making TikToks with, like musical songs in the background, um, watching more musicals. I literally added a bunch of musicals to my, um, queue on my YouTube TV. And I was like, I'm going to watch more and like listening to a musical playlist. I don't know why, but it puts me in a good mood. And I feel like I'm in, you know, on the stage or I'm, you know, in my own music video or something. And then the last, um, the last one I feel like is the hardest and it's staying true to you. So, like, I don't know. Have you ever been in a social situation where you like are intimidated by someone or you like, you know, that something about you is a little bit quirkier. But other people might not relate as much. So you like dim it down and try to like make yourself the same as other people just to be more relatable. Yeah. Like the other day at the gym, there was this girl who She's like my friend at my apartment complex, but she's like really buff and she's just really in shape. And I know she knows more about the gym than I do. And I was like talking to her and I ran into the freaking water fountain. And I'm like, why am I like getting nervous? Because I know how to work a gym just as much as she does. Like, I don't need to feel inferior to her because I think she knows more than me or whatever. Like, I can be. Myself and be like my quirky, authentic self and not have to like be embarrassed. I don't know. So I've had to like catch myself a lot and just like check myself and be like, no, like you don't have to be apologetic about like who you truly are. Like you can breathe and just be yourself and your inner child will thank you for it.
1: Yeah. It's so interesting. And like even like us who like we do the work, we guide other people, but like we're still he- just as human as anyone Humans, yes. um and that still happens it's gonna happen like for the rest of life like, they're gonna be situation I think like some people have that such an intense energy too of like you I don't I'm trying to put my finger on like why we feel that way around certain people to like not be ourselves but yeah, yeah. It's, it's really uncomfortable to be once when- with someone else's energy when they're like that and they like almost shame you for being you and it's hard to stand true and That's why I think it's really important too, like who you surround yourself with, because yes, you can be strong and be you, but if you're around people that are constantly not supporting that, like it's really hard to, to do that. So like you have to have a balance, like if you have to be around those people, like make sure that the rest of the time you're filling it up with people who support you as you.
2: Yes, I know. And you just feel like the shift in energy when you're around someone that you can be your full self around versus when you're like just kind of numbing yourself to be around certain people. Like I have this one friend that I can think of right now that like I am my full self around, like she's all these videos of me just being weird as fuck and like doing this weird stuff, dancing, whatever. And like, I I, I think she, she just fully accepts me and she's like just such a good friend and she's so loyal. And I just feel fully safe when I'm with her to like, be that type of person. So I don't. I, I agree with you. Like I don't know what exactly it is that makes us feel like we can't be ourselves around certain people, or what about them like makes us feel that way. But I don't know. Sometimes I think like back to like growing up, like the popular kids, or just like different cliques. And even if I was friends with someone who was in the quote unquote popular group, I still felt like all these groups are just like dividing us, you know what I mean? And it's making me feel like you're more superior and than than me, but that's not true. And, you know, I'll meet someone who is, you know, like quote unquote, an influencer. And I'm like, Oh, oh my God, I have to act like this way around them, but no, fuck that. Like we are equals. We're both human. Like you get pimples, you have bad days. You eat like shit one day because you're sad. Like we're all the same you know
1: I think that's so important and like to remove pedestals is huge like no one is better than someone else we all have our gifts and something to learn from each other and like I'd really learn that in yoga as being a teacher and a student it's like yes I I guide classes but I'm always learning too and it's life like anytime anyone makes you feel like they're uh, this expert and like too good for anyone else like that's not that's not it that's not the energy
2: (laughs) exactly they probably need a lot of healing work themselves if that's how they're making you feel they maybe need to go to therapy or do some meditations
1: (laughs) agreed and why do you think it is that people don't accept others like why would they make someone feel that way
2: i don't know i think that what it really comes down to is i always think it's just like an inner insecurity. Like when people can't accept themselves, they can't accept others for like shining brighter. Like I can think of like a handful of people right now that if I told them about something amazing in my life or this amazing opportunity I had, like they would act excited for me, but they might not actually be excited because like they feel Like, oh, it wasn't me or like, that's, you know, they're jealous maybe, but they, they just don't want anyone else to shine brighter. You know, like, I think that it makes people uncomfortable when we're like our true selves because they're not comfortable with their selves yet. So they feel like they don't know what to do, you know? Yeah. And I almost feel like, I don't know if you can relate to this too, but sometimes when I'm being my full self, I feel like I'm too much. Or, you know, I'm hogging the space in the room or, you know, I'm being too dramatic because I'm very expressive. And like, I like to talk to people and make people feel welcome and whatever. But then I'm like, fuck, am I being too much right now? Are these people thinking that I'm too much? Do I need to give them more space? And like, I'm kind of doing right now, (laughs) but I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like other people feel uncomfortable when you're being your full self
1: yeah I agree with that 100% and like that too much narrative is like that's so not it's so not okay too and that's such a condition we've had as well as like being too much you're just being yourself and you're not you're just being you and there's nothing wrong with that and yeah people can't hold space for when people are really authentic because they they don't have they're not accessing that themselves and so that makes them uncomfortable and and then they make you uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> and it's this weird cycle and yeah, it's normal. I feel that all the time. Cause I am also like, especially in the past two years, I've keep just being more and more me in every situation and it feels mm-hmm. really good. But sometimes it's like, ugh, like this is weird when no one else is has the same energy and here I am just like being myself. But yeah, I understand.
2: Yeah. And I think like a tool that's helped me, um is like noticing it in the moment and then like just taking a deep breath and being like okay you don't have to like you don't have to halt yourself or who you are you're overcompensating right now or you're downplaying you know just breathe and just like come back to you you've got this like I don't know I've I've noticed it a handful of times where I've just been like like, I'm doing it again, you know, and then I like, just take a deep breath and just try and come back to planet earth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And what I've learned is it's a practice of internally sourcing. So like when we're, when those thoughts come, that's when we're like, okay, I'm depending on this person to give me my worth and to give me validation. And so um if if I'm being too much of myself and being too much then they're not gonna give me that and then I'm not loved and then I'm unworthy and then blah 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 blah, yeah it's it's like
2: it's like a train yeah yeah, so it's like
1: no 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 they don't decide my worth or if I'm loved like that all comes with me and so like I continue to be me because I got myself
2: (laughs) exactly it's that whole pedestal thing again yeah like yeah I don't know I have that conversation in my head daily multiple yeah. times so especially when I'm like in a big social situation I'm like so yeah I think it's and I think the first step is just being aware of it like it comes up so much when you're first doing the work and when you're first kind of reawakening if you will um that you just have to like really pay attention to it and like ask yourself okay why am I feeling this way and then it just starts coming up less and less as you like do the work more and have you read the book um you can heal your life by Louise Hay love that one yeah I always like come back to like when you like fully love yourself and when you're more okay with yourself and like no one can hurt you because you're fully confident with yourself and so it's like the more I'm like okay i just got. I love myself like I'm with myself till I die you know (laughs) Uh, and the more I'm okay with that like the less I let other people's opinions affect me but it's still an everyday practice
1: and that's okay it's like the awareness is where it's at and healing takes time you can't just heal everything overnight so yeah having wouldn't it be nice (laughs) yeah it would be nice (laughs) having grace on the journey is so important and like being leaders is I think that's the most important part of being a leader like I remember at first getting like uh shame for it cause I didn't have everything together. And I'm like, well, isn't it harder for me to actually step up and do this when I don't have it all together, but I'm still being vulnerable and doing this. So thank you. But yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're not, we're not, we're just as human as anyone else. And that's such an important reminder.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I know. It's, it's like the whole, do you remember people saying um, just picture everyone in their underwear? <laughs> like that, like if you were to going on stage or something like that, I think you just have to kind of think similarly, similarly to that. Like everyone has bad days. Nothing is as it seems, you know, we're all human. And I think that's, that, that saying is very similar to kind of what we're talking about now. Like you can't make anyone better or, or worse than you or higher up than you or lower on the totem pole because we're all the same at the end of the day.
1: Yes, I love it. Well, thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. How can people find you?
2: You can find me on Instagram at Happy Scamp underscore ER. So, Happy Scamper. Um, you can also find me on TikTok at Happy Scampers or on YouTube, Happy Scamper.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much for being here.
2: Thank you. It was so great talking to you.